It's Chad and Evan Daily with material from Chad and Evan's live show on 104.9 The Wolf. That's Evan sitting across from me. I would like to uh, apologize to anybody in the city that is unrelated to anything happening in the news right now, but still drives a black Nissan Rogue. Oh. If I've given you side <laughs> eyes, you know why. Uh, it's crazy, man. It, like every time a black Nissan Rogue You're drives looking. by me, first off, I go, I would be renting a car this week. Yeah. Uh, but then you, you put yeah, it in the garage. Of course, and you give the side eyes, right? Uh, <laughs> some person on my Twitter says, uh, lost track of how many times I would double back and circle a block if I saw a black Nissan Rogue parked somewhere. Running through my head all weekend long was 119 Mike Papa Indigo. If you know, you know. Yeah, it was crazy. Hmm. Um, so, are you a germaphobe? Um, I'm not bad. No. Uh-huh. I, like, if I drop something on the ground, I'll eat it. Okay. Well. Not well. like pizza. Yeah. Well, not pizza? I mean, because... I don't... If I, I think, drop a moist food, I will not eat no, it. No, no, no. You don't, you don't do that, because no. it'll just pick everything it'll pick up. pick everything up. Yeah. Uh, our American friends are doing it all wrong. They wear their shoes in the house. Ah, and, I, they, I hate that. Yeah, I don't understand why they do it, uh, but uh, that is a thing. Now, I will say... Not now. It's been forever. You watched shows and, and and the movies yeah and they're based in the United States of America yeah and they're always wearing shoes inside I know I've been down into some houses down there and but the thing is like the southern states it's different because they're very tiley floors and mm-hmm. you don't really it's cold so you don't really want to walk around in your socks on that I you understand can have indoor slippers and some do yeah some do uh, but they're saying that you bring in a lot of germs if you wear your shoes in the house they say it's actually one of the worst things you can do uh, to the health of your family inside indoors because oh. you could bring in all kinds of pathogens especially now wow. uh, like listen I've walked around downtown Regina and I've stepped over my fair share of pile of puke oh. Uh, yep. And then uh, every now and then, I have not stepped over it because I wasn't paying attention. Right. Uh, and then you bring that into the house. Oh, that's or, disgusting. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it, like that's that's the, that's the second worst thing they do around houses in the United States. What's the, the worst? The first thing, worst thing they do is call it a rough. Chad and Evan Daly. The innocence of kids is mind-boggling to me sometimes. Uh, they can do the goofiest thing, and there's yeah. no malice meant behind it, right? It, not, not at all, but it, it makes you wonder, what the hell is going through their heads? <laughs> so my my son and his little buddy, my son Cash and his little buddy uh, were hanging out on Sunday, and uh, they were going to go for a swim. So they're, you know how kids are. They don't wait for the bathroom to gear down. They just no. gear down in the kitchen, whatever, right? Absolutely, wherever. So <laughs> they're both geared down, and I, I go into the living room, and all I hear is this sound. So this is happening in the background. It's this sound. <laughs> Okay. I'm like, what is that? And I walk into the kitchen, and there they are, and they're both slapping their own ass cheeks, and they're going, that, "That's the sound it was making." Just so all I hear is, all I hear is. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go, "Well, that's just silly." <laughs> so I run upstairs quick, and then I come downstairs, and I hear them talking. Right. I'm like, where are they talking now? What's going on? So this was. And- this was all within the same yeah, amount Yeah, this of- is all within like 10 minutes. And then I, I walk into the bathroom downstairs, and there's my son Cash sitting on the toilet. Yeah. Taking a duker. Yeah. A grumpy. A grumpy. 
and his buddy is standing right next to him, and they're talking about Batman. Just how he's laying an egg <laughs> talking about Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Cash, you need to drink more water, buddy. It's like, and the slapping thing, hey? Like, could you imagine? You know what we should do? Here's an idea. What? Let's go to the gym uh-huh. together, you and I. Yeah. Okay? That's just, we're going to go, we're going to work out, just right. like a couple of buddies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then after we're done working out, uh-huh. we got to go to a gym with a sauna. <laughs> Because before we get into the sauna, we got to stand in the uh, dressing room together, and we just got to start, and just start laughing, hey? We're just slapping our asses, bent over, laughing at each other. Chad and Evan, Daily. Now, there are many questions in life. Like, what's what's your favorite corn nut? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What is your favorite corn nut? uh, Ranch. Ranch is pretty good. You know, yeah. before our meeting, in between when we're done here. Should we go get corn nuts? I'm going to go get us a bag of corn and nuts. And obnoxiously eat them throughout our meeting? Throughout the meeting. <laughs> one at a time. I'll eat one, and then you eat one. <laughs> we totally we're giving should. away our secrets. Uh, so, but anyway, there are lots of questions in life, like this one. How do you win Monopoly? Because I know you've been worried about that. You've been I keeping Monopoly. you up at, uh, up at night. I uh, love it. The only time I play it is Christmas, but... Really? Uh, yeah. So, and Monopoly is, is the greatest because it brings out all the hate. Oh, my goodness, does it ever. That's how fights start in the family. This is how my, my kids have started to learn that this is when you get competitive. Well, when you're playing Monopoly against family. Yeah, the, flip the board. The world of economy and money. They learn that from their mother, not me. Yeah, right. Certainly I'm sure. not me. I'm sure. I have yeah. no rage issues. So, Nicolo uh, Falcone, he is the world champion in Monopoly. And oh. yes, that is a thing. They actually have the Monopoly, Monopoly World Championships. Uh, the last one took place in 2015. Uh, COVID's been a little bit of a you know bastard for that one. But uh, the winning, uh, the prize is $20,580, which is actually the amount of money if you combined all the Monopoly money in the game, yeah. that's that's what it would add up to. Oh, so yeah, that's the prize money they uh, get. They should give away more now with inflation. They should, yeah, for sure. But he says there are some tips. Uh, first things first, know the rules. If you know the rules of Monopoly... And, and he said, know them inside and out because you're at an advantage that way. For you, instance... You don't have to go around the board one time before you can buy a property. No. You land on it, you buy it. Right. And you don't need to wait to buy houses. You don't have to wait for your turn to buy a house or... I didn't know that Yeah, you, you could just go ahead and buy houses whenever you want. Right before someone's going, it's like, I want to buy a house. But you have to have all the properties. Yes, you do. In, you, in the, like for the right. colors. So you got to buy, you got to do that part. But once you're in there, you're in there. And he also said... Jail is actually your friend at the end of the game. So at the beginning of the game, jail is not good. Right. Because jail holds you back from buying properties, like you said. But at the end of the game, if you're in jail, don't try and get out early. Stay in jail. Because... It keeps you away from going around the board. But then you and people people can't if you're in jail. Yeah, you, people can't people the, can't. They don't is, have to pay you rent. Is this what I'm is where to knowing say. this is where knowing the rules comes in. That's what? actually not a rule. Even if really? you're in jail and somebody lands on your property, they need to pay you rent. And you know, here, here's another thing: the free parking. You don't just toss some money in there. Money goes into the bank. It doesn't go into free parking. There's only certain times money goes into free parking. Well, and and I know so many people that play Monopoly and they don't even use free parking. It's just it's not they don't even implement it. What are you doing? Play the game. And Nicolo also says a good game should only take you about 45 minutes to an hour. Right. If you're playing these five-hour games, you are going way too long. It should be quick. You should be ruthless. Get in there. Get it done. 
Just no holes barred. It doesn't matter if they're your auntie and they bailed you out of jail three, four years ago. That doesn't matter. You give it to them. Yeah. It's, a, it's called Monopoly. Get it done. And then afterward, laugh in their face. Chad and Evan Daly. Here's something that really grinds ticks me gears. off. Yeah. Nah, I'm trying not to say grinds my gears, but it grinds my <laughs> gears. I don't know why the hell the city of Regina thought this was a good idea. Because mm-hmm. it's stupid. It's maybe one of the dumbest ideas they've had. Oh, I don't know. It's a long list. It is a pretty long list, but I'd put this near the top. Okay. Why in the hell uh-huh. did they put a stop sign on Fleet Street driving southbound at the tracks when you're driving a Fleet turns so into Ross? So by the SGI Salvage right, you go, there. You're driving south, you go by the co-op the car lock, the SGI yeah. Salvage, sure. uh, Cabro, Linen and stuff, yep. Yep. and then there's the tracks. Yeah. And they're driving southbound. They put a stupid stop sign there. Right at the tracks. Right at the tracks, right on, right on the crossing sign. And then, but if you're going north, don't worry. You're coming around the corner. Don't worry. You don't need to stop there. You can just keep on trucking. So hold on. There's a stop sign at the tracks when you go south, but not a stop sign at the tracks going north. When you're coming from and Ross, you're coming around the corner. Fleet, where you're coming around the corner. Maybe that's why. Maybe there's there's uh, there's no stop sign because you're coming around the corner. You might not see someone stop, but that means you're you're a brutal driver if you're not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So there's a stop sign right there now. Now Did buses they... stopped at all uncontrolled uh, railways. Yeah. You know, pretty much yeah, every sure. every railway. So, semis, semis do. do. Semis do. Especially fuel I trucks. Yeah. I understand that. I yeah. get that. Mm-hmm. But why is there a stop sign there for everyone else? If somebody can explain to me why this makes sense. There's just I, one solitary stop sign. Yep. I, I won't give you a damn thing if you can explain it to me, <laughs> but it'll help me maybe be less angry about it because every morning I'll either go straight and go past the refinery or yeah. I'll take a left because yeah. I always take the 46 coming in sure, and yeah. I'll take a left and go on fleet where it turns into Ross. Yeah. And every morning I swear about it because every morning I come up to it, I forget about this stupid stop sign that's been placed there. Do you ever think that maybe the reason there's not a stop sign on the other side is because they spent all their budget on sawhorses over potholes in the City. I never thought of that, but that is a very good point. I think Chad and Evan daily. It would appear that uh, people share the uh, same sentiments I do with that stupid sign on Fleet Street. Yeah, it's but a only okay. Sign. So there's a stop sign at the tracks, but only if you're going south, south, not yeah. north. Yeah, so where Fleet the, the curve where Fleet turns into Ross, mm. or where Ross turns into Fleet, but that's northbound where there is no stop sign, and it is there because of the new. Uh, the new building that's been going. Yeah, that's up. right. Everybody says uh, the stop the sign lines. is there, so you don't get hit by a train. That new building by the track you know, blocks the sight line. And a lot of people here that uh, you know, I've been driving that road for like six years. I've I've come across one train there in mm. that time. Uh, Shannon Zalewski from Zalewski Trucking. Mm. He's saying it is stupid as well. You know, they put that up there for all the idiot drivers to try and stay safe. <laughs> oh, Taylor, I'll no, no Taylor, don't, go don't chop it no, down. no, no, don't, don't do that. You leave it there. That would be illegal. That Taylor. wouldn't be illegal. Don't do that. We don't want to get uh, you. Kenny's agreeing with it, yeah, and he's yeah. had, he's only come across two trains, and he goes by there four times a day. Is that what he says there? Yeah, yeah he says, I'm 100% in agreement with Evan. That is the stupidest stop sign in the world. I've been driving this road for four and a half years, four times a day. Nice. I've seen two trains. I suck at math, so I don't know what the percentage is. Very low. Very, <laughs> yes, Kenny, very, very low. So I think this is the uh, the cheapest route. It's not that expensive to put up a stop sign. You know, you just right. got to you got to pay the six city workers to go there. Yeah. To well, put yeah. the sign up. Lean on a few shovels. Yeah, and then they have a new uh, sign, you know, they put a new post in. 
Right. So you got to drill that hole. You got to. That takes five. You got to concrete days. it in. And that's another and it, seven or eight days. And then you got to drill the uh, the sign that says new stop sign ahead. Yeah, that's right. That, so that's an entire. That's three more weeks. And they, and, they've uh, probably the been working up. on this since March. Well, probably. March is when they put the sawhorse down. Yeah. Saying yeah. we're get, we're about to do some work here, guys. But we're about you know, to do some work. And it's a cheap way out. But the amount of trains that go through that tr- that track. Yeah. Just, just I know it's expensive, but put arms there. That stop sign just slows everything down. It, it backs it up. People driving in like with the the rush forty five minutes that we have in Regina. Yeah. You know it slows things down there. Like arms. Like yeah, arms? like yeah, that's no. Well, that that's probably also legal <laughs> if you do that. But no, like the train track arms, lights. Ah, uh, that's yes. expensive to put that. I up. get that. So I, I understand. understand. Or or you could just have people try and pay attention when they drive. Yeah, that's pretty tough. That's, that's a big ask. That's big ask. Ask. Chad and Evan Daly. Okay, we've heard you when you say enough about this stop sign on Fleet Street going south and no stop sign going north. We understand, okay? This is a annoying. hot topic, just like yeah, corn nuts. We've heard you, and uh, we've thoroughly ignored you. Uh, <laughs> because we're taking calls on this. I think we might have it down as to who we should blame yes. for this whole thing. Who is it? Who should who Transport Canada has been crazy. So I work at one of the railways. Transport Canada has been crazy, and they've been out, and exactly. they've actually been inspecting crossings for sightlines and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So this is a Transport Canada thing. This isn't even a city thing. This isn't a oh. railway thing. This is a Transport Canada thing. So putting the arms up, that gets shared between mm. the municipality and the railway, so the city's on the hook for half of it, the railway's on the hook for half of it. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. So don't blame Sandra Masters, blame Justin Trudeau. I just wanted to get the crowd fired up. Yeah. He, he would be he would be the guru to the minions. Yeah. <laughs> Chad and Evan Daly. We know you guys come to us for fashion advice. We have all the fashion tips anyone could want. You and I, I mean, we've talked about this before. We are going to have a fashion line at Sask Fashion Week coming yeah. up here that does not right. exist anymore. Yeah, but we're going to But when it comes back, back yeah. we're going to... Uh, and it's going to be gray sweatpants and Crocs. Yeah. Shirtless. Yeah. I Fat dudes. Yeah, yeah. Just walking around with and, sweat. And sweatpants, and sweatpants that, that have a little bit of a roll at the top. You roll them oh. down one waist. And, and you do that because your gut's in the way. Eh? Like you oh. don't intentionally do that. It's just. It's like when people are wearing. Your gut just does it. Uh, listen, I'm going to call out girls here on this one. Uh-huh. Because as they're wearing bikinis. Right. You know, the tops. And then they wear the jean shorts and they walk around with them undone. Yeah. So when they don't, when they sit down, their, their bellies don't hang over top. <laughs> and there's nothing to be ashamed about if no. it does. No, God. I'm, not, no, I'm just saying that's why they do it. And we have we, been doing this shortcut for many, many years. Th- that's right. Yeah. That's right. But here, here are some real big fashion tips mm-hmm. for, for people for this fall when it comes to shoes. Oh, and you know what? You tell me because you're the croc king. And there's going to be no crocs in this. First off, you're wrong because you will be wearing crocs. I'm going to get the lined ones for winter. <laughs> They call those shoes. No, no, they're lined Crocs. <laughs> really? Yeah, they have. They're fuzzy. They're uh, they're warm. They well, keep your feet warm. It'll be nice. Yeah, uh, penny loafers. You know, you got the old loafers with the thick soles. Huh. Yeah, so loafers for for the ladies. Yeah, a big thing. Uh, the loafers. Uh, loafers to me are like the sweatpants of shoes. 
Uh, well, I don't know. These are, are like a heel. Apparently, this is uh, they fit seamlessly into any wardrobe, Chad. Is that what it says? Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Seamless. Yeah, yeah. It's a seamless. I saw. Listen, I saw an, no, a very attractive. Off, you seen it? I seen a girl yesterday, a very attractive female, What's wearing she? some penny loafers at Costco. And she looked good in them. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I, you walked around Costco looking at women's footwear. Yeah, As they were walking by you, you yeah, were watching like, what they were wearing. I was like, "Hey, it's not creepy at all." This is this is going into my uh, fashion report tomorrow morning. As you're so morning. distracted eating your hot dog, it bumps into your nose. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And she was watching me take two bites to finish that hot dog. All right. So wow. what what else is there? Uh, well, there's uh, there's the Adidas Samba trainers. Now this is a big one. Uh-huh. You know the Adidas. This is a comfortable footwear yeah. that says, "Hey, look at me." I can afford expensive shoes, but I'm very casual about it. And I can dance because it's I'm training for samba. They're they're great for the coming months in jeans. Oh, see, you, good thing you know that. And here's the, here's the big one: mm-hmm. cowboy boots for women. Cow cow female boots. Ooh. Cowboy boots. They're still just called cowboy boots. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're not just ideal for country music festival season. They're ideal for any situation that you feel like trying to look good. Yeah. And but here here's the thing. You don't wear cowboy boots unless you're a cowboy, work on a farm yeah. or anything like that. You don't you know, if I'm, you don't if you if you wear them and you're not a cowboy, you're a confectionery cowboy. Yeah. And yeah. also, you know what cowboy boots are great for? What? If there's a cricket in the corner of the room and you can't get to it with I a normal shoe. I've never thought of that before. You, just kinda, I've you know, never thought about that before. But here's the other thing that I would like to bring up. Yeah. If you're wearing cowboy boots, you should be working on a farm. Yeah, okay? yeah, you should, that's sure. the way it should be. I you know, so. on a ranch, yep. they are absolutely, you. they wear them all the time, and I 100% support that. Yeah. And in the farming industry and cowboy boots, it's like people that wear the Carhartt toques mm-hmm. and don't drive a forklift or yeah, work I in wear construction. Carhartt. I wear Carhartt And toques. you don't do a damn thing. I wear Carhartt toques. Well, you don't, do you drive a forklift? I don't know. Do I? I could. I think I could. I don't think you could. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Chad and Evan Daily. New episodes every weekday on your favorite podcast app and full audio available at thewolfrocks.com. Don't miss Wolf Mornings with Chad and Evan. Weekdays from 6 to 10 on Regina's Rock Station, 104.9 The Wolf.